Holy shit. Now, I usually like to save a lot of my cursing for way deeper into entries I do because I don't feel like they'll get flagged for anybody and get, like, censored for anything. I usually put up that it's kind of a mature podcast anyway. But this film deserves a holy shit right off the bat. Not only is this a film that just came out and is kind of making its circuit around people, I guess. But it's also one of these films that has, like, mixed to average reviews. And it's totally wrong. Like, I don't know who's giving this below par, like, reviews in any capacity. This deserves extremely high praise. Cobweb is such a good film. It's so well executed. I cannot like believe that Seth Rogen was behind this as one of the producers. It blows my mind that this isn't getting more sort of attention. It's such a good story. And maybe it's the ending a little bit. I can see maybe like the ending's very typical in a way. Maybe the idea because I was also trying to figure out through the whole film what cobweb related to. Um, you don't really learn that until very much the end of the film. But everything that leads up to it is just tremendous. Like, you cannot knock this film when you actually sit down and give it a chance. This is such an evil and twisted idea that I am just so mad that somebody else wrote this. I think that's what it really is. I'm mad that somebody took this idea and went full force into what would maybe not piss people off, but what would make people as uncomfortable as possible all the way through while trying to figure out what's going on. Every twist and turn you think it's going to make, it's going in all these different directions. Maybe that's the cobweb. The cobweb is how sort of it keeps you asking questions because all you have to deal with is the, the, the dynamics of the family the atmosphere it sets, and then, yeah, an annoying teacher character that might be one of the main reasons why this film isn't getting a little bit more attention, because, yeah, she's annoying. Anything about her character is kind of just plot devices that are not necessary. Might be slightly poorly executed, but sort of, I guess, need to be there. But the movie without her would be just as good. Like, everything about the movie outside of the substitute teacher who gets overly involved is extremely good. So you have this little boy who starts hearing noises in his house and all the parents say is that he has an active imagination. Now, mind you, the parents are Anthony Starr, who you might know as Homelander from the boys and Lizzie Chaplin, who at this point I have only known her to do comedies and like, you know, things that aren't horror. I've never seen her do a horror film. And her acting in this film is tremendous. And Anthony Starr plays such a great, uncomfortable dad in, in like, the atmosphere that they build for this film. They just, it was very excellently cast for these two people. Lizzie Chaplin and Anthony Starr as the mother and father. Excellent casting choices. Uh, there's also the little boy. Um, I don't remember his name, but I don't, I've never seen him in anything else. He does a tremendous job, too, at kind of looking creepy without being the center of the creepiness while also allowing his facial expressions to kind of express what he's dealing with in that scene. So, like, emotionally, you kind of get attached to his body language, his facial expressions. He doesn't have a lot of dialogue within the family dynamic, only with, like, 
you know, the thing in the wall eventually as the film progresses. But yeah, it starts off. I'm digressing a lot because this is a really good film. And I'm I'm trying to see what I can dance around without ruining it. Because now this is, I'm getting into the realm with this this year's um, 31 Days of Horror with new films. And I have a lot of new films on my roster, but I don't want to ruin them for anybody. So I kind of want to give you cliff notes and lead you towards the right direction of taking the time and sitting down with this film because it's totally worth it. Like this is a real, this is probably my favorite film. What are we four days into this? Yeah. We're four days into this. And this so far has been the best year since I've been sort of doing this. Now I've only been doing it for the podcast for two years. So it's only the second year on the podcast, but every year I do this every year. I try to do like, Halloween movies or horror movies, anything that relates to this time of year, I spend 31 days doing it. Whether it's new or old, my wife and I, we put up a, we put up a Halloween tree. You know, you would think, you know, why, why would you have a Halloween tree? We are Halloween people. We are horror people. So this is a very big deal to me when I'm finally seeing some really good shit because sometimes I start out and I'm sort of not getting good shit. You know, so far I'm two for two. Cob- this movie Cobweb and Come Play have so far been tremendous entries for this starting year. The only flop so far is There's Something Wrong With The Children. And now that I've led from um, from Come Play to Cobweb, all these like sort of kid-oriented films where, you know, the kid is the center of the story and the horror is centered around, you know, them and sort of maybe the same theme of like loneliness... It's just interesting to see these two different versions of a very similar film, but this one is just it. It just so much happens. I'm just try, I'm trying to pick my words so carefully. I don't want to ruin too much. You get un, you get uncomfortable with the parents right off the bat. You think that they're abusive, they're controlling, their their house is old and it looks really nice on the inside, but it looks like it's in shambles on the outside. They have this yard full of pumpkins, which who grows pumpkins in their yard like that? Like they don't live with like an acre of land. They live in like the suburbs. You know, they have neighbors that they should. I don't think they have a driveway, you know, like they are very close to their neighbors and they just have this huge pumpkin patch taking up the entire backyard. Very strange. And it only really plays a role later on in the film. Otherwise, it's just kind of there. You know, they don't let the kid go trick or treating. And after he's kind of being bullied in school, something happens where he gets grounded. They throw him in the basement. It's it's such a crazy film from start to finish that I I really feel like I'm doing a disservice with more that I say, because all you should do is give it a chance this Halloween season. Sit down, find a place to watch it. It is probably going to be maybe not the best, but one of the best horror movies you'll watch this year if you give it a chance. Trust me on that, and maybe I'll do a follow-up thing later, and I'll talk about it if you haven't seen it. I just don't want to spoil too much for you and give away too much of the story. Just go watch it. It's You're not going to regret my recommendation for this film. 